the previous episode, I showed you how to add some AJAX functionality to a list of pagination links. So here, if I go to the next page, you can see that the actual content reloads in line here and does not actually go to a new page like a traditional HTML link would. Now notice that the URL does not change here. And if we hit the reload button or if we bookmark this page, it'll just go back to the first page. And also notice the back and forward buttons are not enabled because uh, it does not keep track of the history when we page through this list of links. So there are some disadvantages, obviously, of going with an Ajax approach like this. So how can we get around these? Well, there is some solutions, uh, which I'll show you in this episode. But just to warn you in advance, this is not really uh, about Rails as much as it is about JavaScript, because this is all client-side uh, issues we're dealing with here. One of the most classic solutions to this problem is the really simple history JavaScript library, which you might want to take a look at. And by the way, all these libraries I'll link to in the show notes, so you can get to them from there. Another one is the YUI library, uh, the browser history manager, uh, which is under Yahoo's developer network. And Yahoo really has a lot of JavaScript libraries to help out with these kind of things, so it's definitely worth a look. Another solution is the SWF address JavaScript library, and this is also well known to work with Flash. So if you have some Flash on your website that you want to implement back button functionality with, uh, take a look at this too. It works just as well with Ajax as well. But all these solutions that I've shown so far are really just for JavaScript in general, but I wanted to find something that's more specific to jQuery because that's what I'm using in my application. Now the neat thing is the same company produced just recently a jQuery plugin that does the same thing as its SWF address library. It's just called jQuery address. Now, so this can help us solve this problem of implementing the back button and bookmark functionality through the browser. But I wasn't entirely impressed with how it structured uh, everything that goes in the, the hash anchored in the URL. So what I ended up doing is actually going with a different plugin, which I just found recently, and this one is called jQuery URL Utils plugin. And this comes with quite a bit of functionality in a very tiny package. It's minified, it's less than uh, four kilobytes. So uh, it's pretty small and it also has some good documentation and functionality and does exactly what we want. So uh, I'm going to end up using this plugin for this episode. So make sure to download it. I'll post the link in the URL uh, show notes for this episode. So as you can see, I've already downloaded this file and placed it in my, in my project's public JavaScripts directory here, and it's right here. And the way we use this is we need to include it before our pagination.js file we made in the previous episode. So here I could just say jQuery.ba-url and include that before pagination.js. So here's what the pagination.js file looks like that we built in the previous episode. Now, before I get into showing you how to use this new jQuery plugin, I want to show you an improvement you can make on this line right here. Now, several people were nice enough to comment on the previous episode and mention that you can call get script instead of the normal get function here, and that way you don't have to pass all these other arguments. You can just pass in the URL right there, and this will send a get Ajax request to this URL and run the JavaScript it returns as a script. Now that that's out of the way, let's go back to our example application and take a look how we're going to accomplish 
making bookmarks and history work with Ajax. So what we want to do is when we go to a new page through Ajax, we want to change the URL dynamically through JavaScript. So this way there's a unique identifier determining which page we're currently on inside of the URL so we have something to bookmark. So what we want to do is basically add an anchor parameter to our URL saying that we're on page equals 2 or whatever page number we happen to be on. And we can set this anchor parameter through the use of that jQuery plugin we just installed. And the method we want to use for that is called setFragment because fragment is what it calls the basically the anchor portion parameter of the URL. And we want to set the page parameter to uh, basically the page number for the URL that is being clicked on. And the way we could do that is grab the query string for that URL. We could do that with query string. This is again a function provided by that plugin. We pass in the URL to the link we're clicking on, which is this.href, and then just call page on this. And that will return us the page query parameter for that URL that we're click of the link we're clicking on and basically set it to the uh, anchor portion of the URL. So let's give this a try. Click next and notice, hey, now our uh, URL is magically changing when we go to the next and previous pages. And this also in Safari makes the back and forward buttons work. Notice the URL changes, but the page itself does not actually update. And so that's something else we need to do. And if we reload this page or bookmark it, it goes back to page number one. So there's still quite a bit of functionality we need to add, but this is a good start. So now to get this working, we need to listen to an event callback for when the fragment part of our URL changes. And this is supported by the plugin. And the way we do that is we need to first enable it. And we call fragment change and pass true to this inside of the plugin. And then we can uh, basically listen for that fragment change uh, event. And we do that with passing document.bind and then calling fragment change and we can optionally pass in what specific part of the fragment we're looking for a change in and that is the page portion and then pass in a function into here. And this function will get executed whenever the fragment portion of the URL changes which is going to happen whenever we click a URL or click the back button and so on. So let's uh, just raise an alert message here and just say fragment changed, and there we go. So now try this out. Let's go to the next page, and we get fragment changed alert box, and so on whenever we go to the next page because this portion of our URL is changing. But what's really cool now, if we hit the back button, we get the same alert message because the URL changes yet again. So now we have this function that gets triggered every single time our fragment changes, and this is where we want to handle that get script call. So that way, whenever we hit the back button, it sends another Ajax request. However, this is going to be a problem because this is using this.href. And this up here referred to that anchor tag, but down here we don't have reference to that. So we need to regenerate this URL dynamically based on the current URL. So this is a bit of JavaScript code here, but let's see if we can follow along and do it. So what we want to do is uh, call query string, and then we want to use this function to merge the URL and add a parameter to the current URL. So we can get document.location.href, which is the current URL, and then we want to merge a new parameter onto that. We want to add basically the page parameter to it, and the way we get the page uh, portion 
of the page number value of the the fragment that we're currently selected is we call fragment and then uh, just call page on that. I know that's a lot of JavaScript code to handle at once, but really considering how much we're doing, it's not too bad because basically all we're doing is taking our current URL and adding the page parameter to it, and we're grabbing the page number from our uh, hash uh, fragment portion of our URL. And now for the fun part, let's try this out. Uh, let's go to our page again, click next, and that's still working. It's updating our URL. But now when we click back, watch the page, the page number changes and it's refreshing the contents because it notices that the URL changes the fragment portion of it and it's triggering that callback, which is updating the list of items here. Now, not everything is working perfectly quite yet because if we go to a specific page here, for example, and if we hit reload, we'll notice it takes us back to page number one, but we want it to stay on page number six. And the same thing will happen if we bookmark the page and visit that link directly. And the way we can get this working is trigger that uh, fragment change event directly if our page fragment is specified here. So this will take just a little bit more JavaScript here. We just want to say if our uh, fragment page is specified, then we want to trigger that fragment change callback event. And so we just call document.trigger, this is in jQuery, that specific event. And there we go. Now when we go to page number six and hit reload, notice it does take us directly to page number six. And the same thing will happen if we have a specific link specified and bookmark this page and come back to it. So that's really all there is to it, to using the fragment portion of URL to handle nice history enabled effects, and uh, bookmarking and reloading the page and so on, all using Ajax and jQuery. Now I don't want to leave you prototype users out, so if you are using prototype, you might want to check out the prototype extensions library, which does offer some Ajax history functionality as well, so it's pretty similar to the uh, URL utils library we used in jQuery. This episode is sponsored in part by RubyMine, a Rails IDE with intelligent code completion, refactorings, debugger, and much more. You can also preview the next version, which includes many new features. Check it out at jetbrains.com ruby. Also sponsored by Clutterpad, an awesome online project management and collaboration tool. Sign up now and get a chance to use it at clutterpad.com.